Welcome to another episode of We, Us, and Ours. We are so excited to have you here with us today. It's June. How how wild is that? The year is just flying by. I can't believe it is so hot now. It is, it is, it is summer. I am very, very excited. The energy in the in the world in the sun, like it's just, it's great. I'm happy, and we're just, we're just really happy that you're here. This is a slightly different episode. It is just me that you get to hear from today, but we're providing a big life update and just kind of catch up for for you guys. And I'm super excited to fill you in on what I have been up to for the last three months, what is still to come. And there's there's just some really, really exciting things going on. So we're, we're going to dive in, and as some of you know, and if you have listened to some of the more recent episodes, you have put probably two and two together that I am currently working remotely out in Hawaii for three months. I know, super random, right? Absolutely, absolutely wild. It has been nothing short of a blessing to be out here, and it's been a very crazy experience, to say the least especially because how everything came to be. But to kind of fill you in a little bit on the backstory more, I will be in Hawaii until this Saturday. Well, on Kauai, which is where I have been spending most of my time. And then we'll spend two and a half days back in Oahu because we wanted to visit Pearl Harbor. And then I will be heading back to the mainland. I will be bopping around the West Coast for two and a half weeks for work, seeing friends, seeing family. And then I will be making it out east at the end of June, June 30th. So it has been a crazy, crazy adventure. And I know some of you are probably thinking, okay, but why Hawaii? What, like, what are you actually doing here? Like, what, what's going on? And I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you that it has been, like, a super crazy chapter of my life, but in, in, in some really great ways. So, obviously, the pandemic has affected everyone differently, and I was in the pandemic in New York, right where things hit really hard at the very beginning, and I was in a transitional chapter of my life, career-wise. I was just thinking, all right, God, what, what am I, what do I do? What am I, what am I doing with my life? And I'd always had the dream of going entrepreneurial, but I definitely didn't think that it would be so soon. I thought that I would be going fully entrepreneurial a little bit later, like maybe maybe my late 20s if I'm lucky, maybe more so in my 30s and figuring things out from there. But it was just kind of the right place, right time. And God had really just put this this mission on my heart and said, okay, Charlotte, it's time to go fully entrepreneurial now. And I'm thinking, excuse me, excuse me, what? Um, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. But 
there has been one person that has really encouraged me throughout all of this chapter of my life, and that's someone that I consider a mentor and a friend, and that is Bob Goff. If you guys have not heard my podcast episode with him, it is the first episode you have to, well, the first guest episode, you have to go listen to it. Bob is amazing, and I can't say enough great things about him. And I'm actually going to end up sharing two stories of Bob today, but the one story that has really resonated with me that Bob has shared is talking about landing the plane. So any of you who know me know that I am a huge aviation geek. I love I, I love planes. And Bob is also a pilot. And one day he was flying and he was starting to get his landing gear down and going through all those procedures that you need to land. And he needed four green lights to show up in his plane to say, oh, everything's okay to land. And on this day, only three came on. And he's looking down at this this light bulb that will not light up, thinking, oh my gosh, what is happening? And he calls radio or uh, air traffic control and says, I can't see if my front landing gear is down. The, the light hasn't gone on and like I have no idea if it's down. And so they have him fly near the tower and there's just not that much visibility that day. And they're like, well, we can't see it. Come around again. He flies around the tower again. They're like, we, we still can't see it. We can't confidently tell you if your landing gear is down or not. And he's thinking, well what on earth do I do now? And at this point, you only have one option, and that is to land the plane and hope that the landing gear has gone down. And he he finally circles back around to prepare for the landing, and he touches down with his bottom uh, or his back wheels and waits until the very last second that he can tr- put his front gear down and hope that that gear is down. And he finally touches down and his front landing gear is there. He lands safely and it is just a huge relief. And the landing gear wasn't the problem. It was a 75 cent light bulb that had burned out that caused the problem. And sometimes that's how we are in life. We're we're waiting for all of the green lights before we go and take that leap of faith, that before we step into a new chapter of life. Well, we're like, well, once once I have XYZ, then I can go do, do go do this. And that's just that's not how life works. Sometimes you just gotta land the plane. You're not gonna have all the green lights, but you're gonna have some, you're gonna have enough. And it might give you a little bit of a bumpy landing sometimes, but you just gotta land the plane. And that is a story that has resonated with me since the first the first time that I heard it. I knew that that would be a transformative story in my life. And so when this opportunity really arose and this the door started opening, I said, you know what? I don't have all the green lights, but I have enough and I'm going to do it. And coming to working coming to work remotely in Hawaii has been a big testament of that because the way that it all came came to be was absolutely insane. It was totally divine intervention, God's hand. There's no way that I could have had everything fall into place the way that it did with me coming to Hawaii. It was back in February that my friend Thomas had called me and he said, Charlotte, 
I know that you're planning on moving in the near future and I know that you're you're doing XYZ, but what would you think about coming to work remotely with me in Hawaii for a few months? And I'm thinking, what? Like, wh- what? And Thomas had spent six months of the pandemic out here living at his uncle's apartment, which is where we would be going. And he said, yeah, you know, like my uncle is is in Canada and because of borders being closed because of the pandemic, he can't get down there. So he has offered that we could go stay at his apartment for a few for a few months. And he said, what what do you think? And I'm thinking I did not write this into my life plan like this was not this was never on the table. There are so many unknowns. And I'm think I said, OK, well, how long would we go for? And he said, well, I don't know. We'd probably just buy one way tickets and then see when the world starts opening up. And I'm thinking buying a one way ticket to a very small island in the middle of the ocean with no end date in mind and just, quote unquote, figuring it out. We'll make it work. It like wild. The gears in my head were turning and I'm just thinking, can I do this? Is this responsible? And I was planning on starting this business and I'm thinking, okay, well, is this something conducive that I can do with this opportunity that has now come up? And as I start going through things, I brought it up to about two of my the closest people and closest voices in my life and I said what do you think about this and I kind of expected them both to play devil's advocate a little bit and they both immediately were like oh my gosh you have to do this and I'm thinking what I thought you were going to try to talk me out of this they said no this is this is a once in a lifetime opportunity when else are you going to go get to live in Hawaii for a few months just you got to make it work. And I think that when you're making big decisions in life, it is so important to soundboard and bounce things back off of people who's who live a life that you want to emulate or opinions that you really value and that they walk the walk and talk the talk because bless their hearts. But there are some people that will love to tell you how to live your life in ways that they are so not qualified for. Like, have you realized that it's those people who are broke that like to tell you all the financial advice that you need to hear? Or people that are divorced and bitter and want to give you marriage advice? Or just all these things that it's like, well, you don't live the life that I want to live in that regard, so I can love you and I can value your opinions in other ways. But... You've got to really be selective about the opinions that you let influence your life. So coming to these people that live a life that I want to emulate in career regards and bringing this opportunity to them and them saying, you have to do this. I said, you know what? Okay, (laughs) I, I have to do this. I've got to land the plane. I've only got a few green lights, but we're, we're going to make it happen. And we, we and I, I gave Thomas the okay, and I said, "All right, I'm in. We'll we'll make this happen. When are we leaving?" And he said, "Can you leave in two weeks?" I was like, "Bro, 
need a little more time than that. I have a podiatrist appointment that I have to go to. Um, and that's how Thomas found out what a podiatrist was. He's like, what? What is this? So for anyone who doesn't know, a podiatrist is a foot doctor. But I ended up leaving three weeks later, which is still crazy to be able to plan a trip and have no end date and just say, okay, in three weeks, I'm just packing up and going to Hawaii for an undisclosed amount of time. But we, we made it work. And I think what's really beautiful about landing the plane and once you put some skin in the game and say, all right, I'm committing to this. I'm not going to dip my toes in and see if it works out, but I'm going to cannonball into this, that that is how God shows up and shows off and just has things start to fall into place. I had wanted to, obviously I'd wanted to get vaccinated as soon as I could, but the opportunity came up for me to get vaccinated almost exactly two weeks before I left and to get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine that only was a one dose. So that's how, that was one of those reassuring signs. I'm like, this is, this is where I'm supposed to be. The fact that I was able to get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine the day that it started being available in the state of New York and the like one of the first days anywhere in the country because New York was one of the testing states for it. I said, okay, well, and I can now be fully vaccinated by the time I go. It just it's once you say, okay, I'm committing to this crazy, scary, unknown thing that things start falling into place. And what was even more wild was that the day after I had booked my flight, I again, I was not telling anyone. I was just planning on telling people once I arrived, being like, surprise, I'm going to be here for a couple months. And one of my friends, Sachi, she had messaged me on Instagram. The This was the night after I booked my flight. And she said, Charlotte. I'm now fully vaccinated and I want to go on a trip somewhere. She said, I have uh, two weeks off of work. Do you have any recommendations on where I should go or do you want to go somewhere with me? And I'm just thinking, I said, there's no way. And so I said, what, when, when do you have off of work? She said, it starts March 13th. And I said, well, it just so happens that I have a flight on March 13th, out of New York City to Hawaii, would you like to come? And she was just in disbelief, thinking, what? What? And I said, I know. And so I called Thomas, and I said, how would you feel about one of my friends coming for the first two weeks? And he said, you know what? The more the merrier. (laughs) Honestly, we'll help split cost. And sure. And literally the next night Sachi booked her flight and she booked the same flight as me from New York to Honolulu. She sat one row behind me and literally two and a half weeks after we booked our flight we were on the flight from JFK to Honolulu which if you are ever interested that is about an 11 and a half hour flight direct uh, on Hawaiian Airlines. It's it's not terrible. It's an easy way and you don't have to make any layovers. But how wild is that? That these things just started falling into place as soon as I, I, I really just put a stake in the ground and said, this is what I'm committing to doing. I'm going into this. There's a lot of unknowns, but I I believe this is what I'm being called into. 
And truly, this the three months that I have been here in Hawaii has been so transformative and so I I don't know. There's there's obviously just a deep energy in an environment like this. There's when you're just in what the world sees as paradise, you just see you just feel different. I feel really connected to God and I've just met a lot of a lot of amazing people here and for me that is always the most beneficial part of traveling. It's not where you go, what you get to do, the foods you get to eat, the experience. No matter how great those things are, the most beneficial part of travel is the people that you meet along the way. The people that live where you are visiting, that live a different life than you do. They go in different circles. Some come from very different ethnic backgrounds, financial backgrounds, lots of different ages. That's that's where travel really gets cool, gets good. Not going and sitting on an all-inclusive beach resort where you never leave the hotel. Don't get me wrong, those have their time and place. But when you really want to travel, when you want to get to know the area, know the people, that's that's when things get really fun. And that is what I have been doing here. And I've gotten to meet a lot of amazing locals and just learn about Hawaiian culture and the Hawaiian community and a lot of things that we don't get taught on the mainland about how Hawaii came to be a quote-unquote state and how some of the regulations have been going going through and how some celebrities, uh, cough, cough, Facebook, uh, have been buying hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acres of land in some kind of sketchy ways and people are upset about it and I think that is something that you'll never get if you just have the mindset of being a tourist you want it's the mindset of being a citizen of the world instead that just really change changes the game and in my time here in Hawaii I have spent most of my time here on Kauai, but we were able to spend our first four days on Oahu because with the pandemic, it was easier for us to go to Oahu, not have to quarantine, and then test again to fly to Kauai instead of doing a resort bubble in Kauai. And we did 10 days on the big island. And if you all would like to know more about Hawaii from a travel side, absolutely I can help I am here to help would love to talk more about it and if you are curious to learn more about what's been going on in Hawaii and the purchasing of land and just learning more about the Hawaiian culture I am also here to help also really happy to to talk more about that it's something that I'm really glad that I've been able to be now educated on and happy to talk about more more with other people But like I said, it's just, it's so crazy how everything came together with Hawaii. And I think, I know, I know that one of the reasons that this all came together was it it points back to October of 2020. And like I said, I was going to be sharing two Bob Goff stories today. So strap in. This is story number two. But back in October, I had the opportunity to visit the Oaks out in California, pretty close to San Diego. And the Oaks is a retreat center that is owned and run by Bob Goff and his family and his friends. 
and I attended a Dream Big event, which was a weekend where a couple people got together and it was people that really want to dream big dreams and just make make a difference in the world, in their households, in their families, in their friendships, and just wanted to be in this creative environment and good community environment and I had the opportunity to attend and it was absolutely such a blessing. I was one of the youngest people there by a good good amount of years and a lot of people were there with their spouses and I was there by myself but it was really a transformative time. Not only in community and you'll hear me say this all the time that having a strong community is one of the most I think one of the most important things in life. No matter what you're into, where you live, just finding a good community, and it doesn't even have to be huge, but just a community of solid people that you can go to is is just really, it's a game changer. And I was able to have this really great community of people at the Oaks as I was establishing, because this was right at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey of of this chapter and I will dive into that a little bit more but I was kind of bringing out my ideas and being really vulnerable to all of these strangers literally the only person I knew there was Bob Goff beforehand so for me in front of this room full of strangers of people that are older more successful have a lot more experience than I do for me to share and say this this is my dream these these are my goals and to have all these strangers that literally had no they there was no benefit for them hyping me up over an idea that they didn't like you know they didn't know me they had well, they'd only met me that weekend so there was no point in them being like oh yeah like I love this if they walk away say wow that's that's not a great idea so to have such great feedback from an unbiased third party of people that are like, yeah, I love this idea. I could see this idea being really successful was super helpful. And so not only did I get the opportunity to share my dreams with people, but there was a good chunk of quiet time that we had this big packet to fill out and write down our dreams. And not just, oh, I dream of going here. Or I want to have a family. Like being really specific and dreaming big dreams. I am a believer that if your dreams don't scare you, they are not big enough. And so while sharing those dreams, explaining what I want for myself as a businesswoman, what I want out of Charlotte from Chicago. I also really resonated with a lesson that Bob taught and he was talking about keeping your head on a swivel for opportunities. He said this is why it is so important that you need to define what success is in your life and you need to define what it is that you want. Because in life, you're going to find these crazy random opportunities but if you don't define what you want, when these opportunities come up, you're not going to know that this is the big opportunity that you want. Because if you talk to someone and you say, okay, well, if you could snap your fingers and have your dream life right now, what would it look like? 
a lot of people can't be specific and tell you. A lot of people would say, oh, well, I'd have a lot of money or I'd, I'd, ha- I'd have a big house or I'd travel a lot. Again, all fine things, but you got to be specific about what you want. A lot of people, if all this success was dropped in their lap today, they wouldn't know what to do with it. And so Bob had, in, had encouraged us to go write down specifically what it is that we want and how we could get there. And so my big dream, part of Charlotte from Chicago, is establishing a travel consulting business. I have seen from a lot of people that there's there's just drastically different sides to the travel world, especially through social media. You have the old school travel agent that no one really millennial, Gen Z would ever use. And then you have the social media influencer who doesn't really do anything but smile and look pretty, to be honest. It's just kind of like, wow, here's this great hut in Bora Bora that I'm probably never going to be able to afford, but you can't stop and ask them questions. Maybe you'll get a reply back to a DM or this or that, but maybe it's a one word, yes, no. You can't say, well, how much did this cost you? What time of year is the best to go to this destination? Did you, as a young woman, feel safe there? Were you by yourself? Were you with a boyfriend? Were you harassed by people there? It's all those things that you don't get to learn from just surface level social media stuff. And I I have been to 43 countries so far. I'm a firm believer that you can find travel that meets everyone's needs and, or everyone's desires and wants and interests and budget. That's, that's the biggest thing is to not stretch yourself thin when you are traveling. But just because you're not a multimillionaire doesn't mean that you can't travel. You can travel at whatever stage of life you're in. It's just going to look different for everyone. And so as I was sharing these dreams saying, I want to do travel consulting and I want to be able to help people booking travel, like finding these destinations, finding places that fit their lifestyle and just help them help make travel accessible, safe, and affordable for everyone. That's really at the core of it. So I was talking about this and sharing this, and part of it I knew, I know, would be through social media, saying, okay, this is how I'm able to reach more and serve more people. And ultimately, I wanted to be able to host tours and trips where people could travel with me and with a group, because like I have said time and time again, community is so, so, so very important. And I've talked to a lot of people that said, Charlotte, I I want to travel, but I don't have anyone to travel with, and I don't feel comfortable traveling by myself just yet. And that is totally valid. I am such a, I am such a fan of solo travel, but I know that that's not for everyone. And also, if you don't have some group or family travel under your belt, solo travel can be really, really intimidating. So I saw that there was a need for this and I said, well, you know, how can I help solve this problem? That's what entrepreneurship is, is finding a problem and then becoming the solution. So as the world starts to open up, that is one of the goals of Charlotte from Chicago is to be able to host and lead trips around the world domestically and internationally. And as I was sharing this with the group 
at the Oaks. I was getting some feedback and we were just working on defining what success would look like in our lives and what it is that we want. Because like I said, well, like Bob said, is that if these opportunities come up and you haven't defined what you wanted, you're going to miss these op- these once-in-a-lifetime opportunities. And I don't believe people get once-in-a-lifetime opportunities once in their whole life, but opportunities come and go, and that's just the way that life is. And so this was back in October that I had written out and defined all these things of what I had wanted, what I was looking for in building this career. And I don't think it's a coincidence that just a few months later in February that my friend called me to say, Charlotte, let's go work remotely in Hawaii for a few months. Because I don't know about you, but establishing a travel consulting business, a business based in travel that can help people learn about destinations, how to make travel affordable, becoming an expert on Hawaii Sounds like a pretty good starting spot. And when I put that into perspective, I said, you know what? I have to do this. There are so many unknowns and it's a little scary to book a one-way flight to be in an island that I don't know a soul. And honestly, most of my friendship with Thomas at this point had been, we had met in New York once in 2019 and we had never been in the same city and state again after until we met up in Hawaii. All of our friendship was just phone calls and FaceTimes and Zoom calls and just putting in effort to maintain friendship, even if we weren't near each other in distance. But to say, okay, well, I'm going to go move to Hawaii with a friend that I've literally met in person once is on paper absolute insanity. And I recognize that. But that's, that's what I was looking for. Those kind of opportunities... And since I had taken the time and defined what I had wanted in my business, in my career, and also I've done stuff like this in my personal life too, but to say, okay, well, this is a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and I don't have all the answers, I don't have all the green lights, but I'm going to land the plane, and I'm going to do it. What's also really crazy about being out in Hawaii was that it gave me the opportunity to really focus on the other portion of my business, which is my photo, video, podcast, and drone work. So pretty much everything to have a creative business all in one. So Charlotte from Chicago is half the just set travel consulting, but also the creative side of storytelling and documenting my travels and encouraging people. And it all, it all overlaps. I would say Same, same, but different. And I have had an amazing time flying my drone around Hawaii. Actually, I just had my first drone wedding client this past weekend. It was a Hawaiian wedding. I was one of the only non-Hawaiians there. It was absolutely beautiful and such a blessing to be a part of. And now I can't even picture what my life would have been like without these three months here without the people that I've met, the friendships that I've made, the experiences. I now feel so much more confident in my drone abilities. And sometimes when you step into crazy adventures, it 
really puts your back against the wall. You're like, well, I have to get this done. I had gotten my drone in January and was just kind of dabbling in it, starting, and I had to get my license before coming to Hawaii. So it was a race against time for me to be able to study, take the test, and pass my drone exam license before coming out here. So I think that really, again, time after time, when you don't just dip your toes in, but you dive fully in, that's when the things, that's when things really start to move and start to fall into place. And it has been amazing to have my first couple of drone clients out here in Hawaii and to be doing photo and video. And this is a prime example, uh, kind of a shameless plug, but if any of you guys would like to support me and in my business, I have started selling my photography as prints. So I have my, it's connected to my website, but if you want to go directly to it, charfromchicago.darkroom.tech, I believe is what it is. I will have it in the show notes, but I've started selling my photos and prints. Some of them are normal photos. Some of them are drone shots and they're from all over the world, but I've had an emphasis in my drone shots here in Hawaii. And they're pretty beautiful if I do say so myself, but if you need any art, for your, for your house, for your office, or if you have any friends that are looking for art and want to support a small business, feel free to send my link their way. Or if you're getting, <laughs> if you're getting married and you want some drone footage or engagement photos, uh, wedding photos with, with a drone, anything, I am your drone gal, uh, part 107 certified. So it has just been crazy as I've been establishing this business out here, and I would also be amiss if I didn't bring up that this really crazy opportunity came up for me to be learning from Adobe while I was out here, and that's one of the other ways that I just knew that this was where I was supposed to be was that earlier in January, I got accepted to partake in a seven-week program with Adobe to learn Premiere specifically, but also to learn a little bit more of Photoshop and After Effects and all the amazing things that Adobe does. And I was super surprised that I got accepted to this program. And not only did I get accepted to the program, but at the end of the program, there was a pitch competition to be able to work with Adobe. And I won the pitch competition, which was such a huge blessing. Like, thank you to Adobe. That is something coming up very soon, the video, and I am very excited to be sharing it with all of you. But from there, what's even more exciting too is that they are now doing a advanced program that I got accepted to and that started this week and so I now will have five more weeks of learning from Adobe and as I'm continuing with my business of photo and video and drone work I'm just really thankful for Adobe believing in me and pouring into me and as I continue to strengthen my skills and abilities and just use the skills that I'm learning through Adobe to be able to better serve those around me, to better tell stories of places around the world, of people around the world, of experiences, of different foods, of different cultures. And that's really the direction that I'm going with Charlotte from Chicago. And this has been, I, I'm a very visual person. 
I use a lot of analogies in life to just kind of conceptualize things. And for me, I very much picture life as a book. There's very specific chapters and sometimes chapters kind of lead into one and until you're out of it, you don't see that, oh, this chapter ended back here. But then there are certain times in life where life very, very clearly says, this is a chapter end and a new chapter beginning. And I really believe that these three months are, it's a very tiny chapter in the grand scheme of things, but I know it's going to be a very impactful chapter in the long run of the relationships, the personal growth, the professional growth that I've had over these three months. And as I've been able to grow the podcast, it means the world to me that you all are listening to this podcast and to have the response and the feedback that we have gotten. And I really just hope that you continue to feel that this is a space that you are welcome, that you are able to learn from, and that it's just fun and enjoyable and just a new perspective on on life. So as I, as I wrap up here, in summary, these three months have been so crazy, nothing short of a huge blessing from God. But as I head back to the mainland and then back to the East Coast, there are some other exciting changes, but I'm going to wait until those are a little more official for me to share with you guys. But it is super exciting, all that is coming up. Also, if any of you have seen any of my travel TikToks, specifically some of my my hotels, you will be excited to hear that I am visiting the Citizen M Hotel up in Seattle later this month and will be doing some photo video content for them, which is really exciting. So be on the lookout for that. But I just want to thank you all that have stuck with me through, through this through the life update, but also just riding riding this crazy life wave with me. Again, life is not about what you do, but who you do it with. And it is such a pleasure to have you all walk through this journey with me, cheering me on, as you all know that I am cheering for you all as well. So I thank you. We will see you here again very, very soon go out, enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the start of summer. From Poipu, Kauai, Hawaii, sending all of my sunshine and love to you, to your eardrums, wherever you are listening in the world, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Mm-hmm.